Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 472. I'm your host, Christopher Jones. We're get to talk football. We didn't talk football last week. We had a uh, a hiatus. Uh, we had a actually what happened? Blog talk shit the bed. Okay, let's just call it what it is. Blog talk radio, the podcasting company that uh, we run the podcast on, actually crashed their server that night, like an hour before the show. We had the show all lined up, set up, ready to go, and it just absolutely wouldn't go. We tried, we tried, we tried, we tried, and failed miserably. They, well, we didn't fail. They did because they just kept saying, "Oh, we're we're we have our engineers working on it." Well, fuck off. Okay. Anyhow. Um, so, yeah, we didn't have a show last week, but it was not our fault. It's not because we disappeared. Actually, it is. It's kind of my fault because we were going to have a show Wednesday night, and Wednesday did not work for me because I had some serious problems. My truck uh, ate its turbo, and the turbo split in half and did bad things. And uh, anyhow, I had to get my baby home. And um, so we did that. We postponed the show till Thursday night, uh, which was very considerate of all the, the, the panel to allow that to happen with my vehicle problems. And uh, then uh, Thursday night, uh, blog talk shit to bed. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry that you missed the podcast. It's all my fault. I will take full responsibility because, hell, what are you going to do about it? Fuck off, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> what are we going to do now? CFL, what we're made of. Boom. Okay. So um, we're going to uh, open up the mics and talk to the panel because I really don't have anything to rant about. Uh, we've got a few things on the agenda that are going to just – they, they just kind of curl your toes, okay? There's just things in there that are – you cannot honestly make this shit up. It is so stupid that if, if I had said that somebody had done this, you'd go, bullshit, but it's actually in print, and we're talking about three down, of course. Um, but anyhow, we'll get to that later in the show. Um, we're going to talk about a bunch of things. We got the CFL, the PA are are like they're they're negotiating protocol on a return to play. Yeah, okay. Did you hear what happened in Texas today? They opened up the entire state. Everything is open, full capacity, no restrictions, no masks. No, nothing down there in Texas because they're immune to the COVID-19 virus because God will protect them. And uh, that's a good thing. Uh, nothing else will because they've uh, basically thrown it all to the curb. And uh, they have opened up 100% of their state. And uh, thankfully, it's a really big state, and their population is not really high. And so that means they're, like, really far apart. So they're kind of into social distancing already, except for maybe in the cities and stuff. But then, you know, they're just from Texas. (sighs) Deep sigh. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's a scary thought. Okay, where was I? I was talking about something. Anyhow, I'm opening up the mics now because we're we're doing something else here. Uh, I, I was talking about something. I was going somewhere with this about Texas and, and oh yeah, uh, CFPA is uh, they're negotiating their return to the field. Henry Burris is being an idiot again. 
Bob Irving's being an idiot again. Randy Ambrosi being an idiot again. Wow, what is this? It's contagious. It's new pandemic of idiocy. Charles, you there? You okay? It's like a noises. CFL trend. Yeah, the idiocy? Yes, I know. Apparently. It, 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 yeah. And, and it just kind of goes it down. It is, it is, it is, 100%. How are yeah. you doing, Bob? Are you okay? I'm doing good. Show last We're week? actually on the show. What's that? Did you miss the show last week? I did. Or did you say, you know what? It's okay. I don't mind taking the time off because there's really nothing happening. Uh, you know, we've got uh, the entire agenda that's the same and only a couple things that got added to it just because new idiots came on board. Well, <laughs> I made it easier to do the agenda this week, that's for sure. Yeah, because we just roll a bunch of things over and take some new idiots. Yep, exactly. Uh, I can't wait it's to hard. talk about Bob, Bob Irving and then this other three down nation article about iconic players. It's a joke, but we'll yes, get to that in due it, time. It's really hard to soar with yep. the Eagles when you're surrounded by turkeys, right? That's true. Yeah. Yep. William, how are you doing, my friend? Welcome to the show. Uh, I I am fine. Um, so I I'm I'm. Assuming the government, and I'm not just talking about the Canadian government, government in general has has fixed it. This COVID thing, they've fixed, they've scared everybody. Because yes, Texas did open today, full blown open everything, but apparently half the people are not participating. <laughs> really? Or I hadn't heard business, that. Or business, or the businesses. There's a lot of businesses that are not participating, and they're going as per before. So, which is quite interesting. Which I, quite I interesting. honestly so, didn't think anybody in Texas would do that. Uh, yes, if, they say if, a lot if, of people in Texas if, are doing that. If what you say is true, I'm proud of them. Okay, so now I have another question for you guys. I just want your honest 100% opinion, mm-hmm. okay? Okay. So on Monday, Alberta opened some things up, okay? Okay. Yep. Will can, Will can now go to the gym and do Pilates and yoga. Do I look like a fucking <laughs> yoga guy? I was just going to say that I'd literally pay money to see that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a visual that I just can't I am get out not. Of my mind. I am not happy with the with the Alberta government. Not happy at all. Is that all you can do? Is Pilates or yoga? You can't like use the equipment or anything like that. No, sir. You cannot. You cannot do anything that is going to be strenuous where you're breathing heavy. Because they are making people wear masks at the gym and they don't want them to die or pass out or whatever. So, in can, other can, words... Can you post a selfie of Will in yoga pants? Can you do that? <laughs> well... Um, I want to put it on the Let's Talk Christopher, Let's talk Christopher as you know, I do own yoga pants, okay? And I will post that picture if you want me to. And I'll wear my... Uh-huh. Edmonton no, Eskimo. No. I'll wear my Edmonton Eskimos baseball hat too, okay? No, no, no. Look, I, I have seen things from what's his name that I can't unsee. Yes. You know, our mutual friend in Calgary? 
yeah. I'm not talking I, about Sparky. I no, I know who you're talking about. And I and I can't unsee them, and I don't need another participant in that category, okay? I can understand that. Okay, thank you. So I'm going to pass the oil in the yoga pants. I just thought that, that was kind of cool. I, I actually didn't think we'd do it. And since you actually are going to do it, I'm going to decline. Mm. No, that needs to be the so, new yeah, anyway, I'm, 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 I'm not happy about, I'm not happy, still not happy about the situation here. Um, uh, well, I'm sorry that you're not happy with it, but I believe it's a good step forward. And it might now, come towards uh, loosening the restrictions further for you and, uh, to a point in which you will be satisfactory, satisfied with it. So I did go to a restaurant two weeks, weekends ago, because they were open in Calgary. You're only allowed to go with your, with people who live in your household. That's yes, correct. Same here. So I, same in I, DC. I went with, I went with my wife, by the way, it was her 65th birthday two Saturdays ago. Mm-hmm. And of course the happy the birthday party, party, the big party I was going to have, I didn't have because you're not allowed to. Right. But I'm sitting there and, the waitress walks up, and of course they're doing contact, contact tracing in Alberta, and she asked me what my name was, and I said my name is William, and she asked me what my last name was, and I said Shatner, <laughs> and then I gave her, and then I gave her, then I gave her my brother's Jenny's phone number, number in Abbotsford. I gave her my brother's cell phone number in Abbotsford. She was quite young, so I don't think she knew who William Shatner was because she wrote it down and kept on going, okay? Yeah. So there you go. I'm not giving these people my name. I'm sorry. Not going to happen. <laughs> okay, then. Anyways. Yeah, I just... Oh, you know, it, when when, when they ask phone. for a phone number, I always give eight eight six seven five three zero nine five three zero nine. What's okay. that? Eight six from seven five three zero nine. phone number. It's whose phone number? Jenny. Jenny, you who? don't you remember that song? Uh, it's by Two Tone. No. Oh, oh right. Okay. Yes. Go yes, Google it. Yes, yes. And usually, and usually they're too young to know that song either. Yeah. Well, of course they are. So. That's what you do. And then, then uh, it, it doesn't work in Canada as much. Um, but you do the the Beverly Hills. What's his name? Uh, zip code. Nine one one. Nine zero two one zero. Nine zero two one zero. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Because all, all they want, all they care about is they want a job, so they'll write anything down. Okay, they don't. Care. Yeah, and I know, and it's 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 stupid. They they've got a piece of plastic over top of the keypad of the uh, Interact machine. Okay, so yeah, the plastic keys are are susceptible to COVID, but the plastic sheet over the top is not. Right. And if you ask somebody this, they give you this deer in the headlights look, 
And you can't really pick on them because they're just doing what they're told, being paid minimum wage and happy to have a job. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But some of the things that they do is stupid. Like, you know, they stick your food at Tim Hortons on this little – little pad and and hand it to you so that you you know you guys don't come in contact with each other i'm going but you just touched the bag to put it on i was just gonna say yeah you put put all you you had to to put put all the stuff in the bag you had to make all the food to put in the bag and now you're handing it to me on this little silver platter come on guys like it's ridiculous yes it is Yes, and I, you know, I, I honestly believe that there is a global pandemic on COVID nineteen. Okay, I'm I'm not denying it. I'm not, you know, a, a conspiracy theorist. Have we taken the precautions a little bit ridiculous? Maybe, maybe not. Depends. But some of the it would things be ideal if they had one. Different. It would be ideal if they had one universal system for everything, but they don't. And, and nor five will different we ever. answers for five nor different will we things. Ever. Yeah. And the worst thing for me, okay, there is a TV show on television called New Amsterdam, okay? I don't know if you've ever watched it. I don't have it's TV. have it for 25 years. I've heard, heard of it. It's about, I've heard of it, it's but I've about never a public watched hospital. It. It's about a public hospital in New York. And I'm a big fan. And the season premiere for the third season started last night. It was the season premiere. I was all excited about it. As a matter of fact, the day before I watched two previous episodes, just so I was going on. And the opening scene of the first episode for season three was a semi-trailer backed up to the back of the hospital. And they're loading dead bodies into the back of the semi-trailer like cords of wood. Give me a fucking break. Okay, can I can I stop you for not, a second? Hold on. It that has actually, not happened like that. That actually did happen in the first couple of weeks of the pandemic in New York City. They had more deaths than they, they the more could yep. handle and they were hiring uh reefer trucks to keep dead bodies cold. So they actually did that, Will. That actually that's a fact. So you, you I, might not like I've it, but it, it was seen, actually no, no, a fact. I've also seen video of hospitals with pickup with with semis backed up to loading trailers, and then the next day there's nothing, and they say they just did that for the news shows. Okay, so I don't know, man. I I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I wasn't there, I, I so I'm know. not going to vouch for it. I'm not going to say that you're wrong, no. and I don't think you can say that I'm wrong, and I'm not even going to make a point saying that that is an actual statement. But, yeah, I just – I understand that the pro- there was a, a huge problem in the beginning, and people did not take it seriously. Then when it actually got does taken anybody, seriously, then nobody cares anymore. Does anybody know how many people have died in B.C.? Uh, yeah, there's numbers. Mm. I don't Charles? know them. Actually, I can, I can find that for you. I can. You, you find, find that. that I'm, I'm off Google other things. I'm and how many people? How many people live in BC? 
Do you know uh, that 3. number? Three point three point two, three point eight million, something like that. Really? There's more people in Alberta than in BC. Wow. No. No, no, no. Maybe that's just no. I think Vancouver. we're like five million or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I was just thinking you weren't uh, counting the Chinese people. Oh, did no. I say that? Mm. Oh yes, you did. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> slightly over five five million people. At Alberta okay. is at four point three. Manitoba is at one point three, and they don't include Saskatchewan because it really doesn't count. As, right. as of today in BC, there have been 1,372 deaths. Okay. What's your point, William? I'm not going to say anything. You you figure it out for yourself. I'm not going to do math because math is absolutely ridiculous because anybody who tries to tell mm. me that that is wrong. 1,300 people have died from this, and that's that's a that's a travesty. I don't care how it relates to the population. I don't care how many people were cured. I don't care anything else. 1,300 families right now are grieving. That's the only stat that matters. Hello? Hello? You cut out? Did we lose him? Who? I heard him. You. You cut out. I'm here. You're saying I don't care. And then it went dead. We're all here. Okay. I, I heard it. Uh, you heard it? Okay. This I heard his whole thing. Up. Okay, thank you. I did. I don't Could really want to repeat please? myself. Could you please repeat yourself? I'd like to know what you're going to say. I just said I don't give a shit what your math is going to say. 1,300 families are grieving right now because of their a loved one has died. Okay. That's the only number that matters. Yeah, I don't give a shit whether it relates to the population of 5 million people or how many people have been cured of this wretched disease. I no, really I wasn't I wasn't going to I wasn't going to say that. What I was going to say is every year how many people die in BC. It's not relevant. It's not what? It's not relevant. relevant. Yes it is. Why? Why not? Okay, so let's take let's take let's take a number. Let's say twenty six thousand people die every year. Okay. Okay. Are you are you guys still there? I can't I can't yeah. hear you. I'm oh, here. Okay. Can you hear me? Can, okay, so should we introduce you? You're actually letting me talk. Okay, so let's say 26,000 people die every year from whatever okay. causes. Okay. Shouldn't we be okay. mourning those families too? Shouldn't we be mourning we those families too? Who says we don't? Okay. Okay, so but why are we bringing this to the top of the pile? Because it's preventable. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say probably 40% of all the deaths are preventable every year. 100% agree with you. Okay. I just But yeah, as a society, just, you can't prevent them. As an individual, you can. Sure. Society tried to stop drinking driving. It hasn't been successful, has it? Well, it's been successful somewhat. It, it's lowered the numbers, but it hasn't eliminated it. No, not at all. Not at all. 
okay? So society can't do it. But you can stop somebody from drinking and driving. The individual can. An individual cannot stop a pandemic. Society has to. Well, no, but if every individual does their part, then it stops, right? Correct. Okay. Okay. Can we talk some football or at least introduce the other yes, panelists? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mark, welcome we can to talk the show. Some football. Mark, are you still there? I'm here. Welcome. So, yeah. I'm okay. Here. Yeah. You do sound you're, like you're at the bottom himself. of a well. You did talk, and, and Will talked over top of you, and I couldn't hear a thing you said because you're kind of <laughs> echoing there. Uh, no, I'm here. I'm good. Okay, good. Enjoying Glad the to hear that. Off the hey, well, sorry, one more question. Mark, do you guys have to take names and numbers? Oh, yeah. Um, at the hotel, no. But oh, in restaurants, yeah. Not at the oh, well, Our restaurants are open at the hotel. It's just really Well, hotels always have so. names and numbers anyways. Yeah. Not necessarily. No, restaurants is all names and numbers. Is it? Okay, cool. Yeah. And you can cool. work out fully in a gym with your mask on. And how many people have died from that? <laughs> Just Jared. <laughs> now that's why <funny. laughs> he's dying not going. <laughs> well, that's funny. Okay. It's nice to get a break from the hockey too, though. Give the talk football. Makes sense, sure. Okay, so uh, can we talk to football now? Would you like to do that? Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to have to rename the this show. Let's talk COVID nineteen podcast. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. I haven't looked. Is there COVID nineteen broadcasts? Podcasts? Oh, I'm sure there's tons of them. I'm sure there are. I'm uh, sure there there's got to be a whole bunch of them. Okay, okay. so um, hang on a second. I have to do something that's really important here. Sirius go Radio find... has a COVID channel. Yeah, they do. I mean, I've never okay. listened to it, but I know it's there. No, I've never listened to it. What the hell do I listen to it for? Okay, so... Because we had no show last week, we have two weeks of results to deal with, and we'll go from there, okay? In week seven, in week seven, we had Winnipeg Blue Bombers playing the, in Calgary. We both were handicapped five points, so it really was a bit of a wash. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers stunk the place up. Final score, ten points. Calgary? Whoop their ass with a big six points, okay? Calgary, whoop the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, uh, in the game two, we had Saskatchewan, who was or is undefeated throughout the season here. Let's see what they were. Yes, they were 6-0 and oh, coming into this match into Edmonton, who is the bottom of the league, absolute bottom of the league at 0-5. Uh, Saskatchewan is 6 and 0. Edmonton is 0 and 5. And so that puts uh, Saskatchewan at a minus 5, Edmonton at minus 5. Final score was 47 to 39 for the Edmonton Eskimos. They hand the, the Rough Riders their first defeat with their first victory of the season. Yay, Edmonton. Okay, the third game was the Ottawa Red Blacks into Toronto. 
Um, Ottawa was a 10-point handicap here, 10-point handicap, and they still beat the Toronto Argonauts 53-21. to The final game was Montreal and Hamilton, so the handicap was split at five. Montreal finished this one 39-28 over the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, so, how did we fare in this one? Uh, Charles got two points for Calgary. Charles Yay. and CJ got two points for Calgary. Mark donut egg <clears throat> for Winnipeg. Uh, Edmonton, uh, Charles got two points for Edmonton. Will picked a tie. Uh, no points there, buddy. Uh, Mark, you got no points for Saskatchewan, and CJ took Edmonton for two points. Uh, Ottawa, Toronto. Charles, you got Toronto there, man. That was a goose egg. Uh, the rest of us yeah. got Ottawa for two points. And then the final game was uh, Montreal. Everybody straight across the board except CJ, who picked Hamilton. Uh, so the final was Charles got six, Will got six, Mark got four, CJ got six. Standings ended up 36, 26, 22, 16 for Will, Mark, Charles and CJ respectively. I'm not going to do the standings because they are not really relevant because we're going to go right over to week seven and week seven was, or week eight. Week, where are we? Why does it say week eight? Sparky. What, what week are we on? I'm not sure. I've lost count. I have to believe that Sparky's right here. So you've actually got week seven predictions, and I just wrote down week seven. So that's wrong. We'll have to and do week eight. I'll have where to... I got my confusion on my first picks. I'm confused. Oh, sh- oh shut up, Mark. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, redo this, okay? And uh, that's okay. I can do that. I, I We have the technology. Okay, so week eight, uh, which was last week, uh or just la- past weekend, had Edmonton into Toronto. Edmonton was a 10-point hand. In fact, all the teams, all the visiting teams this week were 10-point handicaps, okay? So Edmonton visiting Toronto, 10 points down, won 56-33. Well done. They, they got boxcars, eh? 66 on the dice. Amazing. Uh, Toronto is defeated. BC, 10-point handicap, and they – Defeated the Winnipeg Blue Bombers 32-24. to 24. Ottawa, again, 10-point handicap. Defeated Montreal 53-45. to 45. And Calgary, 10-point uh, handicap. Oh, what a squeaker there, eh? 10-point uh, handicap on Calgary. They rolled a 22, so their final score was 12. Saskatchewan uh, rolled a... Snake Eyes for 11. Calgary beats them 12 to 11. What a snore fest. It might as well have been the great or the Super Bowl game. Oh, my God. How is that so pathetic? So now we got to do week nine. I need my, my chart out here for week nine. Okay, so I'm going to continue with this, but I'm going to keep working. Um, so what happened here? Uh, Charles got two points for Edmonton. So did Mark and uh, Will and... CJ picked Toronto. Uh, Charles, you picked BC. Will picked BC. Mark picked BC. CJ picked BC. We got two points straight across the board. No difference in standings there. Charles and Will both took Montreal. Mark and CJ took Ottawa for two points each. 
And Charles, you took Saskatchewan. The rest of us picked Calgary for two points. So yep. the final, the, the tally for the week was, Charles, you got four points. Will, you got four points. Mark got eight. And CJ got six. So the standings now sit at 40 points for William, 34 for Mark. Charles is 26. And CJ is closing the gap with 22 points. Not quite as embarrassing anymore. Okay. So the league standings sit like this. Saskatchewan is 6-2 and two with two, two losses in a row here. Whoa, awesome. So 6-2 and two for Cal- or Saskatchewan in first place. Uh, Calgary and Winnipeg are both at 4-3. and three. BC is at 2-5. and five. Edmonton is now 2-5. We've got to be a better than 2-5 and because they won two weeks in a row here, didn't they, Sparky? Come on. What are you doing to me? Um, okay, and the East Division has Montreal at 6-2, and two, tied for the league with Saskatchewan. Uh, and Hamilton is 3-3. Three and three. Ottawa is 3-4. and four. Toronto is 2-5. and five. So going into week 9, so we're going to have this week 9 now. We're going to have Winnipeg into Ottawa. We're going to have Saskatchewan into Montreal, BC into Edmonton, and Calgary into Hamilton. Is that right? You guys all in agreement with us? That sounds about right. Okay, so now I got a nip over here to the standings here, and Ottawa and Winnipeg, four and three, three and four. So that's a five-point handicap for each one. Saskatchewan is 6-2, and Montreal is 6-2. and two. So Saskatchewan is minus five, but there is no handicap for the uh, lead league. Who's making funny noises? Mm-hmm. Uh, BC and Edmonton are tied at two and five each, so BC has five points off with the visiting team and Calgary is in Hamilton at four and three and three and three. So Calgary is, they each have minus five. Charles, Ottawa, or Winnipeg into Ottawa. The handicap is split at five points each. Who are you taking? Winnipeg, Ottawa. Oh, handicap split five points each. Who do I think the better team would be? I think Winnipeg. So I'll take them. Okay, William. Winnipeg. Okay, and Mark. Ottawa. And CJ takes Ottawa. Okay. The next game is Saskatchewan into Montreal. Saskatchewan is a five-point handicap. Montreal is even up. Charles, what are you going to take here, Saskatchewan or Montreal? Hmm. Saskatchewan or Montreal? Good question. I, I'm i going to take Montreal just because I don't like taking the Riders. And William? Montreal. And Marky? Saskatchewan. I didn't hear the okay. coin. That that must yeah, have really hurt. Hmm? That must have really Charles hurt. Okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> and now, now we got B... 
we got BC into Edmonton. BC is a five-point handicap here, when, and Edmonton and BC were high, so there is no second handicap here. So, Charles, you taking BC? Please say it. Of course, yes, I'm taking BC. And William? Yep, BC. And Mark? BC. Oh, fuck off. The standings aren't going to change. Um, I'm not going to catch anybody here. The final game is Calgary into Hamilton. Calgary is a five-point underdog on this one. Hamilton is even up being the... Uh, no. No, that's not true. It's five and five. Five and five off of each. So we're even odds on the two. Charles, who are you going to take? Calgary, Hamilton. Tough call, Calgary. Ed William. Calgary. Marky. Hamilton. And CJ takes the tie cats. How how can you argue with Mark's dice, right? I mean, it, it, he seems to be leading. Actually, Williams leading, so it's hard to tell. Um, anyhow, okay, so those are the games for week nine. Week nine already, guys. Charles, week you need nine. to catch up with the number on agenda, okay? So the next number is going to be ten. After Oy. nine comes ten. That's that's a one and a zero. Hold on, let me write that down. Yeah, please. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. You, you got notes? Do you want me to, to, to wait for you to catch yeah, no, up? Or, I, no, I got good? it. We're good. Yep. Okay, go. Okay. okay. Is, does anybody have any comments on our virtual season this week? Anything? I want a full season this year just to see if we're close in the standings. I know. I think of that, too. It would be it would be funny, but I, I don't believe Saskatchewan's going to be six and zero oh, and then come six and two. I, I just don't see that happening, and I can't see Montreal doing it either. Okay, so I don't want it to happen. Just my no, I don't want it to happen. Just my opinion on that. Um, I do want to give a shout out to Sparky here because I, I made a suggestion to him on his spreadsheet, and like zim zam bam, it's done. Okay, he just like corrected it just instantaneously. There's no bitching, no whining, no crying about making him work or do anything else. He just did it. Okay, Sparky, good man. Good man on you. Thank you. I appreciate it. That is the running total at the end and how many points we got in each week. Okay? So I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy about that. It, uh, it makes the picture a lot clearer. Although I don't like the results for week one and week four, but... You know, so be it. We'll we'll just roll with it. But CJ got 12 points in the last two weeks, so that's a pretty big up. I'm pretty happy about that. Okay. Where are we going? Where are we going here? The CFL and the CFLPA submit return to play protocols to the government. A step forwards towards a step towards returning to the field. Okay, so they the the schedule or the agenda from last week was that the uh, CFL and the CFLPA were negotiating return to work protocols. 
Now it appears that they've agreed on these protocols and they've submitted them to the government to allow them to play. Has have they shared these return to work protocols with us? I haven't seen them. So all they've said is this is a big secret thing that they're going to deal with the government on and um, without discussing or or enlightening the number one stakeholder in the CFL, which are the fans. Number one stakeholder. So hard, hard, hard to say what's going to happen here, but uh, let's see what happens, okay? Because something has to happen. Are they going to return to work with uh, uh, no fans in the stands, or are they going to go with uh, one-third capacity, which would be okay in Toronto and Montreal, and probably even B.C.? Um, I don't know. What's going to happen? Anybody? Anybody got anything comments to say on this? Like, is it about time? Is it? Are, are, are you optimistic? Do you think that this is a good, good step towards it, or, or do you think it's just all a big joke? Oh, personally, I think it's a good. I mean, it's something. It's a. It's at least something, some sort of movement, because for the last two months we've had really nothing, no real. Uh, news or anything, and it, and it actually seems like, from what I'm gathering from these uh, negotiations on this, is that um, CFL and the uh, Players Association actually work together and uh, work things out without getting into a giant blow, public blow-up. So that's encouraging because for the last few years, anytime these guys tried to do anything together it turned into a whole big, massive fight that ended up spelling out into the uh, social media where it, uh, it looks like, at least to this point, it hasn't done that so far. So uh, at least it's somewhat a step in the right direction that way, I think. Okay. I can, uh, I can accept that. It, it is encouraging that these two idiots can get onto the same page and, and come to some conclusion. We, we have no idea how stupid, ridiculous their proposals are, but, uh, yeah, okay, I'm good with this. Who else would like to have a say? William, oh, what are your thoughts on the PA? Go ahead, Mark. The, they did put out one thing about cost of return to play just for the, I can't remember if they said it was just the COVID testing. That's correct. Or if it was with the protocols in place, it was going to be a million dollars. No, I think it was the testing. It was just the testing. It was just the testing. That was what I gathered When we did, yeah, it was on the Let's Talk CFL page. And when, it was posted. Some of the fans were saying, what's the big deal? It's only a million bucks. Let's get going. Hello to a community-owned team in Winnipeg? A million bucks That's is a the biggest lot of issue. It, it's the three <laughs> community-owned teams that are going to be hit by this, without question. Yeah, the, yeah. I don't think it's been a deal for the privately-owned ones, but when you get to the, uh, the community-owned ones, that's, where the, yeah, that's definitely where the issues will come in. 
And it may hit the privately owned ones too. You look at the new owners of Montreal. They get to play a game under their new ownership. So these guys aren't making any money anytime soon. Um, it, so it was good to see that one number come out. I don't expect, because it's a CFL, I don't expect to see a lot of numbers come out until... Ever? Because they're never transparent about anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the CJ, you said we're the number one stakeholder as fans. They don't give a damn. They don't it's care. About hiding it. Nope. <laughs> Um, it's going to be a significant amount of money. I see what the NHL guys go through, and obviously that's a whole different level than the CFL. But even at half level, this is going to, without fans in the stands, these teams are going to be bleeding money. It's interesting to see the different levels of stuff they have to do. So I can kind of guess at what the protocol was. It was just strictly hotels, rules on when you're in the hotel and leave, mm-hmm. not leave. And especially with every different province having different rules. Yeah. It's the big thing. And from a selfish standpoint, I want to know if it's only going to be a third stadium. How the hell are they picking who goes? First come, first serve. Season ticket holders. (laughs) Season ticket holders. Season ticket holders will be there. But what if the amount of season ticket holders a team has goes over the amount they're allowed? Then what do you do? Then you got a problem. Jackson, Winnipeg, and Hamilton right there. Mm -hmm. Those three teams. Lottery. Or you, or you, you, you basically you eliminate you see, I think what they should do is they should change the name of the CFL, call it Texas, and just go about businesses for normal. Okay, fill the stands up, fuck it, let the players come in, have a good time. Because seriously, guys, and and you guys know how much I want CFL. I want CFL mm-hmm. so bad, it's scary. But I don't think it works any way with a plan. As far as them making money, because they're not gonna, they're not gonna lose money. They can't afford to lose money. Okay, so I'm thinking it has to be. Asses in the seats, and that's the only way it works. And right now, that's not a possibility. Could that change in two months? Maybe. If if are you I willing to bet on so it? Much, no, no, not at all. I I don't think it's going to happen. I, and I'm really disappointed that that came out of my mouth. But I've been thinking about this for a little while, and I've been reading stuff, and I don't know how it can happen. And I'm I'm thinking unless something changes, and and I know you're not a big proponent of vaccinations, Christopher, but it seems all of these people are relying on vaccinations. Okay, maybe they'll vaccinate a whole bunch of people. And then they will have the CFL. I don't know. 
There, there, there's a vaccine for the flu every year. How many people does it kill? I don't know. Because I've never had one. And I'm not so. about, not about to get a, uh, a vaccine for a virus. It's not going to happen. I don't care what the virus is, whether it's smallpox, whether it's COVID, whether it's the flu. I don't care. It's not going to happen. I'm not putting poison in my body. And and I'm 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 not. That's I don't. I, I shouldn't say I don't disagree with you. I'm not going to get one either. Um, but so many people are saying, "Oh, you get the vaccine, everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. Yeah, everything will be fine." So, if it's if it makes a difference for me watching CFL football this year, fuck, then everybody gets the vaccination. I don't care. Would you? No. If if, if if you don't get vaccinated, you can never go to another CFL game. Um, there's a whole new line of businesses to. <laughs> I'm, I'm to totally and completely okay with that. To counterfeit vaccination, uh, you know, stuff proof. Okay, and I'll buy one of those so fucking fast your head will spin. If yeah. I can go to a CFL game. You know what? If I have to, and I and I don't didn't know, I think I'd ever say this. I will sit at home and watch it on TV because I am not getting a vaccination. I do not care. I'm not getting a vaccination. Okay. Here's. I just saw something on Facebook here that was posted by Todd Moore 16 hours ago, and it's completely missed Charles' agenda, and I think it's kind of important. Ticats quarterback Dane Evans hosts teammates for workout in Texas. No restrictions. Of course he did. So no, they've no got all these they can do whatever they want. Football players, the entire Ticats team is sitting there with Dane Evans in, like, not social distancing, in Dane no, Evans, math, no nothing. In they're Dane just Evans all living, in, in, They're in Dane Evans' living room practicing, okay? <laughs> they're not in his living room. They're on a, an indoor football field. Yep. So when you see that, how does that team come to Canada? They have to quarantine 14 days. Yep. Just like everybody else. Yep. That's the other thing that with the return to play protocol too is figuring out what to do with these guys for 14 days. Yeah, especially them in a room. The idiot Trudeau's new rule about going into this special hotel where they got to pay two thousand dollars a night or something dumb like this—that's nonsense. I'm sorry, that's complete nonsense. You, you disagreeing with me, or you disagreeing with what they're doing? No, this this two thousand dollars is crazy. That's ridiculous. It's the CFL. We'll have, have a single tent. player that can We'll have a that. tent outside the hotel. <laughs> there's, there's, there's. There's 54 – no, I, I don't even know how many are going to training camp. I think it's 72 players go to training camp, of which how many are Canadians? Okay, so let's, like, eliminate 30. So mm-hmm. there's 45 players that have to go into quarantine at 2000 bucks a piece, and that's costing the team. Okay? They won't do that because it's the same kind of thing as the NHL protocol. Yeah, they, they got uh, – the they Jets got made a trade. Yeah. 
they get yeah, an the exemption. Yeah, the judge made a trade, and the guy had to wait for 14 days, and it wasn't a two thousand. No, he had to wait for 14 but... days. Yeah, they got an exemption with they, not for the quarantine, but they got an exemption that they didn't have to do the hotel. They they were quarantining, I guess, somewhere else, whether it was like in a, a different hotel or an apartment or something. But I know they didn't have to pay the two thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah. to a hockey no, player, yeah. that's that's on his night table. It's not a big deal. Okay. To a football but player, especially in the it. CFL, it, it's a huge amount of money. It's a huge amount of money for the team. I mean, just do some math there for a second. It's ninety thousand dollars guesstimate. Yeah. That's something they're going to have to work out with the government. Because they're, they're, they're not going to pay $90,000 to put guys up for a, in a hotel for two weeks or three. It's not it, even two it's, weeks, three days. Especially when they, they cut them. Yeah. The other thing is if they do go ahead with camp, maybe they don't bring as many people in at that point if that's the case. Maybe you just bring your starters and a couple of extra guys, and that's it. it the it, diamond in the rough they gets could lost. Possibly, yeah, it probably does, but... I don't know. Uh, the more I think about uh, this and the more I hate to admit it, I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm still a wait. I'm still wait and see. At this point, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch the next. What are we into? March, right? uh, the next six weeks tells us. The next four to six weeks tells us if it's going to be even close to a season start. Normally. Yeah, I think that's a fair amount. I think that's a fair comment. I, so I, I, I I'm, give, I'll give Ambrosi credit. I hate doing it, but I'll give him credit for now because at least he's actually doing something. I'm not going to give him credit. I I think this is the the owners are are forcing this one more than he is, but that's beside the point. Probably. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, I would probably agree with that, too. That's where I would be, too. Now, what I don't think is I don't think we're going to start on time. I don't think there's a prayer they start in July. I think the earliest they start is mid-August, and more likely the Labor Day. I don't think we see a full 18-game season. No, because if they're going to do full 18, then the training camp is June, and that's a, that's not far away at all. you got to get two months. everything that's organized months. for the quarantine, everything else. That's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're back to let's talk COVID, aren't we? Well, it's connected at least to this football, though. 
It is. It is. It is. Okay. Let's ditch this segment now because we don't know what's happening. We've submitted it to the government. The government would say, nah, it's not going to happen, you idiots. Go back to the drawing board. Uh, But we'll see what happens. Uh, Segment three, Henry Burris says he can't take the CFL seriously. Should we care? Hey, now, here's my dilemma on this. We have somebody here named Henry Burris who made his living. He made a life in Canada, became a Canadian citizen, okay? Uh, he, he made a very good living playing football in Canada for the CFL. The moment, the moment he gets his shot down in America with an NFL team, he starts dissing the CFL. Sounds like Alex Singleton. Sounds like a plethora of other people. I don't understand where these arrogant asses get off doing this. Now, if he was still in the CFL and he said he can't take the CFL seriously, well, then we understand that. Probably might even agree with him. But once you leave the CFL... Don't start dissing it. It doesn't work for me. I lose what little respect I had for the man. So now there's zero. Am I out to lunch on my my observation here, or do you agree with this, or um, am I just completely off base? I don't know. William, what do you think? What's your thoughts on this? Henry Burris, is he a dick, or is he right? William, don't ever throw Alex Singleton. Don't ever throw out Alex Singleton in there. Why? Because uh, he's never he's never dissed the CFL. Oh, he's never it so many times it's ridiculous. Never, no, never. I don't remember that. Never, never. Oh yeah, yeah. Never, hey, never. Go ahead. Sorry. Let's, let's just you move on. Let's talk about Henry. No, I didn't lose that argument. Okay. Let's just well, talk about Harry Henry, Henry, Henry didn't necessarily diss the CFL. He didn't say he didn't say it was bad. He just thinks the CFL needs to get their shit together as far as the pandemic goes. That's the what CFL does or Canada? I think Texas has to get their shit together. But that's beside the point. That's what he's basically saying. And and he also said in the article that there are a number of people in the NFL who would love to play in the CFL because they like it and they watch it, but it doesn't pay enough money. And I understand that. We all understand that. We do. We we understand it immensely. So, so I really don't think he did the, the CFL. But, I mean, you shouldn't say anything bad about where you made your – where you made your bed and where you made money. And the only reason he's in the NFL today is because of the CFL. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, if you were so concerned about the CFL, why didn't you try and get a position in the CFL and try and help this league? Oh, I know why. Because it's fucking money. That's what it comes down to. I mean,. I don't know if the mind, if I have the right mindset, but if I'm a if I'm an NFL quarterback, I'm not taking any advice from Henry. Sorry. 
because you never made it in the NFL, buddy. Sorry. Different league. Anyways, go ahead, guys. Marky. Well, I'm here. What's your thought? Reading the art, at first I thought, you know, he really needs to shut up. But then in reading the article, he doesn't really, like Will said, it's really not a shot at the CFL. It's a shot at the situation that when he had made the comments, they hadn't made any, said anything about the return to play protocol. And he's basically saying, guys, you've got to get moving on. He, he needs to learn phrasing. And that's how he said it. But... He's really not wrong. It was said before the announcement about the return to play came out. I think. Why? Why? Yeah, why, is right. it, why is it important for him to say this? Whether it's true or not well, is not. irrelevant. Why does he feel the need to come ever... public with this type of a stupid comment? Because he needs an ego stroke. His entire career. Has his mouth not flapped? Non-stop his entire football playing career, and then commentating. That yes. is Henry Burrett. Yes. Loud, brash, cocky. That's all of him. Asshole. Always was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's true. He he's always been a talker. I remember the one night where he went off into the sidelines and started ripping the CFL on TSN panel at halftime of a yeah. game and yelling at them. He's never been one to shy away from the microphones. Nope. He'll learn to keep his mouth shut pretty quick in the NFL. But as yeah, somebody says, will punch his mouth even, out. As, as Christopher says, why should we even talk about him? He's not in the CFL anymore. Yep. He's not relevant. No. Okay, speaking of non-relevancy, uh, we have another idiot here we're going to talk about. Bar- Bob Irving called out TSA oh, for their coverage God. of the J.J. <laughs> Watt signing in the NFL, comparing him to Enoch Mwamba. <laughs> That's funny. Does he have a point, or is he out to lunch? I, I I I don't know what to say about this. It's just absolutely silly and ridiculous. Talking about people who should just shut the fuck up. I think I fits into that category. Mark, what do you got to say about your wonderful broadcaster? That he should have retired last year and gone away from Twitter. Um, I get what he's saying because. You, the TSN NFL coverage is a little larger than the CFL. But I'm pretty sure that Bell Media makes a whole lot more money on the NFL than they do the CFL as well. So Bob needs to just, what is the saying? Know your place and just sit down. It wasn't one of his, and it's not like he only went off on it once. He was on multiple... Twitter threads talking about it. So he he usually disappears for a while now. 
yeah, no, he he should have just kept his mouth shut on that one. So, I uh, I saw an interesting T-shirt today. I don't know who's going to get this in this group. I know one person will for sure. But in a world full of Karens, be a Beth. Be a what? Be a Beth. A Beth. That's what I said. Hmm. William, you get it? Did you say Beth or Beth? I said Beth, as in Beth Dutton. <laughs> um, maybe I get it. I don't. You need to watch the hottest show on TV right now. Charles, there's three seasons of it. It's oh, called Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah, okay. After you've watched the first ten minutes, you will know who Beth Dutton is. Right, okay. Somewhere yeah. in the third season, I fell in love with the woman, okay? No, I fell in love with her after the second episode. Come on. Yeah, well, and did that number on the chick in the boutique? Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, that was yeah. amusing. Yeah. That 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 was the absolute ultimate. I cannot. No, she was just amazing, absolutely amazing. Okay, back to our schedule. Bob Irving, Charles, what's your think? What's your thoughts on this putt? They should put him back into a cupboard until they actually start playing football again, and then maybe they can let him out. Because, quite frankly. Anytime the guy shows up on social media, he just makes himself uh, – every post he makes is stupider than the previous one. It's just – the guy's a moron. I'm sorry. He's a moron. Uh, and I like him. I actually – I've heard him call games for many years. I remember when they used to do uh, the old CFN on the Global Network. He was one of their play-by-play guys. So I heard him – and I actually like him as a play-by-play guy. But with all due respect – that's where he should stop because he is uh, an idiot uh, when he got, when it comes to social media. He, he he sounds foolish, and I'm sorry. The guy, just think about this for a minute. J.J. Watt signed a third. I think it was a thirty-one million dollar contract, and he compared Enoch Mwamba to him. I get what he was trying to do. But this was a swing and a miss for Bob Irving. I mean, comparing J.J. Watt to no, 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 this, this is a this is a trip coming out of the dugout. Yeah, no kidding. But comparing this the swing and a miss. Mwamba this to J.J. Watt is like I, I like to comparing I like to compare uh, three like people. Jeff Bezos. Sorry. J.J. Watt I was just saying, and Enoch Mwamba are not comparisons. To a, a corner store guy. Say that again? No, but you can, you can compare Bob Irving, Khalif Mitchell, and Donald Trump together, okay? These are all people that should stay the fuck away from social media. Yep. Nobody can argue with that. 
You just stole my thunder. I was going to say exactly the same thing. Bob Irving is the is the sports a, version of Donald Trump. He should stay the fuck yeah. off of Twitter. Okay? Mm. Because Twitter is a, a young man kind of thing, not a 70-year-old guy, okay? But he is not wrong, and I've been saying this for a couple of years now. I don't think, despite them giving them $45 million, I don't think TSN supports the CFL. Uh, I don't. I, think I they do a. They, I, I think they do a horrible job. I think they do a better job really than Sports do. Network. Sports. Okay, but I think you should be able to find someone <laughs> who do that. a better job altogether. Well, what what and better job as, can they do? Um, they can talk about the CFL. <laughs> they do when there's not when there's not games on. Okay. Their coverage of the CFL other than games is fucking pathetic. It really is. They, Just they, my opinion. They, they need to have a daily CFL show. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and then and then and then comparing JJ Watt to Hinock Mwamba, I think it's a pretty good comparison because they're both washed up fucking players. Okay. The NFL gave the NFL, Arizona, gave J.J. Watt $31 million. He had five sacks last year, and he was injured all the time. And he hasn't been relevant for at least three years. And Hinoch Moamba, he's going to do the whole, the whole, he's going to do the whole thing saying, I, I'm going to decide where I'm going to play, and he's going to do the whole thing around the league, and then he'll sign with Montreal. I guarantee you. Will this be his third tour of the league if he does that again? That is correct. Has he done that twice? Third tour. He's done this yeah. before. And he always ends up back in Montreal. But the part I the part I like it's about idiotic. the comparison is the part I like about the comparison is I still think CFL is a better league because they paid the NFL paid JJ Watt thirty one fucking million dollars. Are you kidding me? So now you know how much I think of J.J. Watt, right? Because <laughs> way back when, way back when he got cut by the Texans, he said he was either going to play with his brothers in Pittsburgh or he was going to go to a Super Bowl contender, okay? Money didn't mean <laughs> anything, really. Are you kidding me? You're Off to Arizona? Arizona? Arizona, a Super Bowl contender? Come on. Hey, Strebler probably called them and told them how great they are. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, the, the Canadian icon said he went there to play them. with Strebler. That's right. <laughs> oh. I'm getting cynical in my COVID mind. Sorry. Really? What was your excuse before? Yeah. Just remember there are people out there that are concerned about the gender of Mr. Potato Head. I'm impressed that you... Uh, Let's not go there. Thank you. (laughs) The gender of who? 
Mr. Mr. Potato, Potato Head. You know the toy? That's not a thing. That's not a thing, is it? Please tell me. Yeah, oh, it is. Oh, it's did real. You oh, it is a thing. Fucking huge. It's now Potato Get Head. Get out now of here. Potato Head. It can't be called Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> yeah, they just call it potato head. Uh, the world. You know what? I hope everybody in the world dies of COVID because it's going to <laughs> shit. Okay. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, it's, that's a real thing. Wow. Wow. That's all I can say is wow. Yep. There was another ridiculous thing about Amazon today, but I, I, I don't want to trail off into that. Oh, yeah, that one was awesome. Did you see that one? Good God. I did. And I'm still trying to figure it out, but yeah, I saw it. I just laughed hysterically at it because it was so ridiculous. That was you that posted but anyways, the potato head thing. Yes. I, 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 there's no, there's no fucking intelligent response to this. <laughs> there isn't really. I, yeah, I can't, I can't deal with this. Okay, well, we're gonna move this on. Is, this is, this is the reason the world is going to shit, guys. No, it's only one of the reasons, but it's a good one. Well, sure, sure. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Randy Ambrosi has done more on the business plan than the league has done in 50 years. Who said this? Hmm. Who said this? Come on, seriously. Randy Ambrosi. Randy Ambrosi said this about himself? Yes. No, no, seriously? I'm, no. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're making this shit up. No. Nope. Oh, God. If ever was there anybody to fall of COVID. Oh, did I say that? I just said that out loud. That yeah, was you bad. did. That was terrible. That was terrible. He'll survive it. He's healthy. He's not that old. Okay. Randy Ambrosi believes... Yep. He really The CFO has done more work on its business plan than the league has done in the last 50 years. Is he wrong? Who talked about it? That's probably more than they've done in the last 50 years. That's true. Well, what are you talking about? Don't you forget, you know, CFL 2.0? <laughs> How can you ignore that? That was a plan, a plan that failed, but it was a plan. I'm actually surprised, shocked, and amazed that the CFL has a business plan. Yep. Mark, what did you send this to? Amazon, oh, you found that. The top two pictures. Are you shitting me? <laughs> no. Are, are you shitting me? No, this is not no. a joke either. No, that's real. Oh, 
Oh, my good fucking Lord. So, Amazon has changed their icon after somebody complained it looked like Hitler. (laughs) I'm laughing at this, but it's not funny. It's ridiculous. (laughs) I I looked all over my phone for the Amazon app, and I couldn't find it, because... It was it, it, this base thing showed up. I gotta go check it out. Yeah, it's, it's definitely so it's, all, oh, it's the most ridiculous <laughs> thing. I didn't think we could get more ridiculous than Mr. Potato Man. It took like three days. You see what's happening to the world, guys? Oh, people, have man. Much, people have too much time on their hands now, okay? And they catch these things. And you know, I was just reading about this Mr. Mr. Potato Head thing, and you know what I'm really glad about? I'm glad about this. The the GLAD and the LGBTQ advocacy group applauded the more inclusive potato playset. Good for them. I'm glad. They're included now. Give me a fucking break. Well... I, I guess Mattel wasn't wrong when they didn't give Ken a dick, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy. Hate mail addressed to Christopher Jones. <laughs> oh. But, you know, Ambrosi isn't wrong. Just talking about changing the business model? Is more than they've done in the last fifty years. Well, because they really haven't done anything with it. It's been the same in, same out for every year. They don't really make any changes to it. You're talking you know, about a business plan that could... nobody has seen. We know okay? what the yep. business plan was. We have no idea what the CFL business plan has been in the last fifty-four years. We have no idea what the business plan is right now. We just have to take the word of this senile old man who, um, who, who we haven't respected one single thing that he's done. So how does this make sense? <laughs> well, he well we saw something. I mean, we saw something. We saw a bunch of foreign guys standing on the sidelines last week, you know, on wearing uniforms. Hey, Christopher Jones, do you realize that this senile old man is a year younger than me and you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Speak, speaking of next week's my birthday. Yes, it is, actually. So he's two years younger than you. Yes. I, I'm not denying so, I'm an old man. I'm just denying yeah, the fact that well, you, could, you you can't call me senile. No. You can call me an asshole, but you can't call me senile. Oh, I, I saw something that you'd like. Hang on. Let me go see if I can find it. Uh, Rick. A friend of mine posted this up today, and 
it's a picture of Fred Flintstone, okay? And it says, we all get heavier as we get older because there's more information in our heads. So I'm not fat. I'm just really intelligent, and my head couldn't hold any more, so it started filling up the rest of me. That's my story, Makes and I'm sticking to, to it. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> You know, Christopher, you said that we don't know what the old business plans were. In a way, we do. It was going to David Braley for loans, asking <laughs> him to uh, two teams at the same time. It yeah, the loan master's gone. It was to go to the um, to the United States, and whatever Tom, Dick, or idiot that wanted to own the team could, as long as he had enough money for the uh, expansion fee. Don't yeah. talk about Lonnie There's like that, plan. okay? I kind of like him. <laughs> the business plan has been year to year, let's try to stay afloat. When is the last time there wasn't a crisis, whether it was a team about to fold or a team folding, or this team losing too much money, or that team? It's been decades. And that's the problem. They've, I don't know if they've ever had a business plan. Especially with nine different guys saying what goes and telling the commissioner what to tell everybody else. <laughs> The first part of the business model that gets changed is how they make decisions and have the owners not making decisions anymore. Well, do you know what the golden rule is? Do you know what the golden rule is? The do unto others? No, the man with the most gold makes the rules. (laughs) Fair enough. I know. Right? How do you argue with that? They need to look at some of the NFL business model from the top down. They have to model it after something. Are they going to model it after the German Football League? Uh, probably not. <laughs> you, they can't model it after an NHL type of thing or any other sport. It has to be done like a football style. And the only one they can look at is the NFL, and that's where they have to start. It's at the very top on who makes the decisions. Is your commissioner just somebody who says what the owners tell him to say, or is it his job to do it and make the owners money? It's to make the money. Of course it is. Then they need to look at the NFL business model. 
the owners don't make daily decisions in the NFL. They do in the CFL. The owners just get billions off from the commissioner. William, what are your thoughts on this? I have no thoughts on Randy Ambrosi. I, I, I don't think he's helping the NFL. I think I think uh, the way he handled the whole pandemic last year was a disaster. Um, and I don't know if he's. I mean, hey, you know what? Obviously, nobody else would take that job right now in the middle of the pandemic. I guarantee you. So we're stuck with him for a while. Let's see. Let's see how this season turns out and the pandemic thing. Okay. I'm curious to know. I'm curious to know. But I I think Randy Ambrosi was a terrible choice for commissioner. And I think he's proving it. Let's face it, what has he done? What has he done? Get squat. Well you look you look at all the stuff he's been um Spending his time on Halifax, got nowhere not worth it. CFL 2.0, really in the long run, he's got nowhere with it. I mean, the the way he did the pandemic, I remember him going in front of uh, the government and basically making a fool of himself. It's just been one nightmare after another. Meanwhile, you've got you've had uh, you know teams in Ottawa teams in Montreal, teams in BC that are struggling to draw fans, and he hasn't done anything to really help those situations. He's been putting all of his efforts, or a large portion of his efforts, into the misguided places, where he sh- and the things he should be paying attention to, he just kind of let go by the wayside. So I'm sorry, I can't give him a passing grade at all. I think it's just been... Uh, uh, you know, it hasn't been very good at all. I, I, I've i met him. He's a nice man, but I just don't see him, uh, you know, um, getting the job done. Yeah. Well, he hasn't got the job done so far, so what makes you think that he'd be successful now? Agreed. That's fair comment. It, 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 I, I honestly, I can't think of it. He's done fuck all so far. Okay, we've spent too much time on him. Let's move on. Fuck <laughs> okay. Well, we're all banning shit right now. Woody Woodpecker is three names for a dick. That's true. That's very Woody, true. Wood. Wood. Pecker. Oh, God, it's going on with this life. That's not politically correct, Christopher. You can't say Pecker on the air, can you? Yeah, I fucking can. Okay. If they haven't kicked us off for some of the other stuff we've said, I think we're pretty good with Pecker. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. <laughs> oh God. Okay, moving on. Can Bill P two not eighteen be the savior of the CFL? Well, think about this for a second. What is Bill C two eighteen? I actually went and looked it up because, hey, it would be interesting if this could actually be the savior of the CFL. Well, this is the private member's bill that was put forward to enable single-game betting. Could this be the savior of the CFL? No. No. I don't care. It, it, it just... Let's just use a lottery winner as an example, okay? And I'm going to use this one for a second here. If, okay, not not if, the majority of people who win the lottery are broke within five years. Do you guys agree with that statement? I've heard that before. Okay. So if all of a sudden there was some windfall of money to all of the CFL teams. Would that save the league or would they just go on stupid spending binges? Until they took the business model, you know, it's going to be a binge. I would hope they'd be smarter than that, but I doubt it. So you, you see some merit in my, my concept. Yeah. You can't fix the CFL by throwing money at it. No. Nope. You, have, you have to fix the CFL by changing the philosophy of the concept of the league. It's fucking broken. Okay, it's broken. How are we going to fix it? Well, I started to do a novel, for lack of a better term, on on how to fix the CFL, and I got bored and stopped. Should I start up again? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Mark. Bill C-218, they're going to fix the CFL? It won't I mean, fix the we've CFL talked about this itself. numerous times that CFL needs, yep. Canada needs single-game betting. We all agree. And, it, no, it does. It won't fix it by itself, but it will certainly have, be nice to have another revenue stream. Yes. So... You know, until they fix the business model, yeah, you'll get teams like Toronto doing what they're doing this year and it's just signing every free agent there is, and whichever ones you throw against the wall and stick, you end up keeping. But but we do need new revenue streams, and that is a big one. A lot of people I know love single betting, and they do it nonstop, and they would do it nonstop with the CFL. And a lot of them aren't even CFL fans. It's just another sport they can bet on. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I bet on beach volleyball all the time is to see whose bathing suit falls off. <laughs> hey, okay. sport gambling is a full-time profession now. Okay. Charles, is this a good thing? You need to bring Charles back in. He's is dropped. he missing? Charles, yeah. where'd you go? Charles! He dropped. Really? He dropped. Yep. Okay, I'm bringing him back in. Let's see what happens. Oh, I forgot to tick the box. Charles, what happened? The big red button? Don't push it anymore. That's twice. Okay, I'm back. Okay, did you hear me? I did now. What'd you say? The big red button. Stop pressing it. Okay. Okay. It's not a good button. Not until after the show. Not. No, Will okay, presses that button often too. Now this is twice in the, this one show that you've pressed that big red button. Don't do it anymore. Technically, uh, the first time was right before the show started. You're arguing with me. You I know, know. I have. Yes, you know, I have I'm the big red buttons, right? You know, I have the big I'm red. Yes, yeah, good point. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Also, have the mute button. So the question here is to you: How will single game betting affect the CFL? Will it be successful? Would it? It, it is. Is it the savior? Is it the golden? bullet that we've been looking for the golden ticket the, the silver bullet the whatever the hell it is make something I don't want to sit here I don't want to sit here and say it's the savior but I do believe it would be a big help and, and let's be clear if a, a person wanted to do a bet on a single CFL game they've been able to do it lots of times uh, you've been able to do it, but overseas betting. You can go to Vegas. You can bet there uh, overseas. But let's keep that money in Canada, and let's get some of that money going to the teams that are um, that are using their names and their likenesses in their games and go to them. So I do think it would help. And let's face it, one of the reasons the NFL is so popular is even with younger people, they like to gamble on it. They like to bet. So let's take that and bring it to the CFL and give them the option to do it there too. It's just common sense. And I, the government's like, oh, well, we don't want to, um, we don't want to, you know, push gambling. We don't want to endorse gambling. You not having it legal in Canada isn't stopping anybody. So you may as well let them do it here in Canada and keep the money in Canada and not have them go overseas or anything like that. It just, it's just common sense. It really is. So there is a um, 30, 32-year-old, 31-year-old in uh, – was our neighbor growing, when, when my kids were growing up, when, when we first got married, and uh, our, the parents, our friend, like the neighbors might still my friend and everything else. Well, their son – is 31 years old, has no concept of what sports are, right? He's a computer geek. 
he bets on rugby in New Zealand. He bets on cricket in India. He bets on beach volleyball in Brazil. He bets on everything. It's what he does. And he's actually quite successful. Not his profession. But it, it it's like... Um, he does it. He does, it. and it, obviously, it's not being done with the BC Lottery Corporation, where the money goes towards useful things, which is where I think it should be going. So, yeah, I, I don't know. And but my question is, will the CFL even get any money out of this? Will they? Well, that's part of Randy Ambrosi's business plan to bet on the league. He's got to cut a licensing deal. You get licensing fees for the betting, Christopher. Right. If you're using your team names and properties and so on for the, for the, um, for the, uh, whatchamacallit, for the, um, advertising, betting and gambling, odds and so on, if you're using those, um, trademarks, You've got to pay licensing fees. So, yeah, they should be getting money from it. William, would you bet on a football game? Um, I, I I don't gamble only when I'm in Las Vegas, to be honest with you. But... Like you were talking about your geek, your friend's geek kid who sits on the computer. You know, all of my stepson's buddies and my stepson himself, they bet on NFL games all year long. That's the only reason they know the NFL. They're not football fans, but they're betting fans. And I think you could see the same thing in the CFL. It's something else to bet on. And I think it would... I think it would bring some more fans to the CFL, to be honest with you. I, it's not a bad thing. No. But if you have to rely on this to save your ass, there's something else the matter. Sure. I'm, I, I'll go back to the concept of the league is broken. Yes. And they, they need I to reinvent agree. themselves. I would agree. No different than our country. I just found a quick article about what the NFL makes from sports betting. Okay. The NFL's annual revenue may increase by $2.3 billion a year due to widely available legal regulated sports betting. The revenue streams that legal sports betting could generate for the NFL revenue as a result of spending from betting operators on advertising, data, and sponsorship, and revenue generated as a result of increased consumption of the league's media and purchasing of products. $2.3 billion a year. Now, obviously, the CFL isn't getting that much. But, but they're going to they're going to get a big chunk of change in comparison to yeah. zero. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, there's only nine teams, so it's way less. Okay, that is so, still a lot of money coming in. 
let, let, let me go up and, and, and throw some numbers at you just because I can. Okay? There are more CFL fans in the United States than there are in Canada. Than there are people in Canada. Yep. Okay? Yep. Americans are football crazy. It's their number one sport. Okay? The CFL is played, for the most part, during a time of the year where there is no football anywhere in the U.S. This could be fucking massive. Yep. Could be. We could end up with real contracts. Yeah. Where players want to come to the CFL because the game is better and they're actually making money. Uh, I don't know. Interesting concept. Will it ever happen? No idea. The Canadian government is too busy right now banning handguns and potato head genders. Making everybody wear masks. I really don't have a problem with that. Yeah, okay. I know that. I don't like to do it. I don't do it any more than I have to. In places that don't enforce it, I don't. But it's it's a lot easier to wear a mask than it is to fight with somebody about not wearing it. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Because Patty really hates when I get into fist fights in the middle of Safeway, okay? So I wear a mask for Patty's sake. She really gets annoyed at me when I do that. So Yeah. Especially when it's a 300-pound fat woman, okay? <laughs> <laughs> She's very intelligent. Uh huh. Yeah, so I wear my mask. Her intelligence is just expanding to the rest of her body. I wear my I wear my mask diligently, so there you go. And I wash my hands too. Yeah. I actually uh, I, I don't wear a mask, I wear a bandana. I kinda look like an outlaw. And I went into the other day with my sunglasses on and my bandana on and went up to the teller and asked her for her to give me money and she did. I never thought in a million years that that would ever happen. But it did. Well. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't a little bit of money. It was a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And she just handed it to me. Right. All those cameras in the bank are totally useless right now. Yeah, but then they're wearing a mask. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Montreal is discussing a return to Olympic Stadium to potentially accommodate <laughs> social distancing. This is the only reason I'm on the show tonight. <laughs> Okay. Are they actually going to spend money on that thing? <laughs> I thought they'd not. The big empty. Because, because don't forget, they probably have old school artificial turf in there. 
which is green outdoor carpet on concrete, okay? And who the fuck is going to play in that place? Like, really? Are you kidding me? Continue. Keep going. You you can't be done. It's it's pathetic. I mean, you know what I picture, guys? Don't you remember Brendan McGuire at Olympic Stadium when he went to Montreal and he was running in Olympic Stadium because he's an Expo fan and how Uh up the place was? He said it was awful. I know. How can you have anything in there? And how can you even think about spending money to upgrade it a little bit? Like, what lunatic? Is this a Three Down Nation article? Because I, I don't I don't believe this. No, I, I don't think don't. this was Three Down Nation, I don't think. Really? Okay. This was... Uh... Wasn't it the Montreal Gazette? I think yes, it was. That's right, it was. Uh, yeah, it's a legitimate. Yeah. Article. I mean, that building is is an abomin- abomination. It always has been. Okay. There's it's literally a reason why. There's a reason why they Alouettes left there in the first place because people don't want to go there. Uh huh. The Expos left Montreal because they said that that stadium was not suitable. It's it's a junk it's one of the worst buildings ever built. And it's also one of the most expensive buildings ever built. And it, it sits empty like literally they don't have anything in that building and haven't for years. Correct. So it's literally sitting there dormant. Uh, it's just I, I I can't even believe that this is real. Ugh. It remi- it reminds me of the Silverdome. The Pontiac Silverdome? Yep. I think that even that had more redeeming qualities than frickin' the big O. It's got knocked down. You know that, right? They do have... Yeah, they yeah. tore it down. What, in the in they the big O? They got new turf in there? Yeah. For what? Um, they don't do anything there. Well, it, it's five or six years old, but it's because of the soccer when it's played there. Yeah, I think they it's, played maybe half a dozen games in that building. It, they put a new turf for that. Yeah. I know the Alouettes used to play, like, playoff games, but they even stopped doing that after a while. There's no intelligent response to this. No, there's not. They'll be able to easily do social distancing there because nobody's going to go. Well, does anybody go when they go to McGill? A lot more people than goes to the. They were getting crowds of like seven thousand people at the Big O. At least at the at McGill, they're usually between fifteen and twenty thousand. Of course, it's a smaller building, so it looks like more. But I mean, when the when they were playing in the Big O, they got nobody there. They were getting six, seven, five, six, seven thousand. 
because people hate going to that building. From reading the article, a lot of it is about money. It's about they what? They pay rent. At, it's a lot of it's about money. They pay rent at McGill and at Olympic Stadium. Yeah, because I think because the Alouettes actually practice there. Yeah, their practice facilities, their offices, every, their dressing rooms are at Olympic Stadium, not McGill. Hmm. So they get dressed at Olympic Stadium, and then they go to the game. That's how okay, they I don't think McGill even has dressing rooms. Well, can you imagine how old they are? Yeah. Isn't, isn't so it not like when you get is, injured, a long walk to the dressing room? Yeah. <laughs> like you literally leave the stadium to go to your dressing room. So it, it, a lot of it is about money. Half time would be a challenge. Hmm. And hey, you can guarantee physical distancing in a building that size. Well, that's no kidding. They say they're going to do it, so. Dumb, dumb, dumb is all I can say. Well, it's a challenge. Life is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we come to the beast of resistance for this show tonight. <sighs> okay. Our good friends over at Three Down Nation have worked studiously to come up with a list of the most iconic players for each team. Okay? And just for shits and giggles, I'm going to read the article. To me, there are two factors, longevity and exclusivity, to be a team's most iconic player. I believe they have to have spent their entire career with one team and played for over a decade. You could argue this criteria is a little arbitrary, but hey, it's my list. This is John Hodge doing this one. Arbitrary? Arbitrary. Jeez. No kidding. You're, You're welcome to let me know your thoughts on the selections and or criteria via social media. (laughs) <laughs> Good luck. My limitation rules out players like Warren Moon, who left Edmonton for the NFL after six seasons, or someone like Darian Durant, who played with a new team at the end of his career. We oft- Okay, so this would eliminate people like Wayne Gretzky and Bobby Orr. Yeah. Yeah. So those rules Tom to begin Brady. with are stupid. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Babe Ruth, most players. We often think of a, a player trans... What's that word? Trans... Is that actually a word? Trans- transient. Transient. Oh, okay, transient. As a modern issue, but many all-time CFL greats such as Doug Flutie, Mike Pringle, G. Roy Simon, Willie Press, Jackie Parker played for three or more teams. This made it interesting to lead into history of all nine teams to make my selection. You're a fucking idiot. (laughs) 
Okay, here they are, the most iconic player of each CFL team. In British Columbia, kicker, hunter, Louis Posaglia. Really hard to argue, but... This is one I don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem with this one, okay? Now, okay, we'll just leave this one and continue on. Calgary Stampeders, linebacker Wayne Harris. I've never heard of Wayne Harris. (laughs) This is the first time I've seen his name. He retired in 1973. I think it's time to update your icon. Amazon (laughs) did it in 48 hours. You should be able to do this, okay? Well, you've never really. Are you serious? You've never heard of Wayne Harris? No. 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 He uh, he uh, was Franco Harris's brother. I know Franco um, Harris. He played for 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 for, for Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. Hey, right? look at that! I know something about the NFL. <laughs> A long time ago. Yeah, I uh, but I, um, I I know it because of what. Um, I think one of the movies, I think it was the one with Mark Wahlberg, where he played a... No, no, he's, no. He's it was, also... He's it, was, also it, was flash he was dance. it was Flashdance. It was Flashdance. The goof comedian with the stupid hat and Flashdance talked about Frank O'Hara. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. You can't talk that one, can you? Christopher, you have to read the rest of the Wayne Harris bit, that? the very bottom last paragraph. What, the, Bo Levi what Mitchell that? is entering his ninth year oh. of the Calgary Stampeders, which means he will soon demand serious consideration for this spot. Okay? Is that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. I, I want you to know something else, okay, that's very important about Bo Levi Mitchell. Okay, you want to know what it is? What's that? It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Bo. I did not know that. Well, that's because you're not a friend of his on Facebook. I guess that's true. I'm not either. I am. Wow. <laughs> Things you didn't know about your host. Yeah, me and but Bo have I've all sorts of great up, conversations. I've, I've, I've Kept your page, Christopher. You're friends with a lot of people. I am. Yeah, I have and a lot of tell, friends. And you tell me you have no friends. Come on. Now, what's your point? Oh. Well, Levi Mitchell is a friend of mine. Do you guys have lots of conversations or not? Uh no, actually, I, I never have. I guess I should start. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyhow. But I just wanted to share that with you. It's, it's Bo's birthday today. Okay. okay. He's 30 then. Would he be 30? Uh, I don't know. I never looked. I think so. Yeah, I think he is 30. He's 30. He's an old man now. Okay, so, yeah, no, I don't know who Wayne Harris is. I do know who his brother Franco is, though, okay? And No, no, and that was all bullshit, by the way. 
Oh, was it? What an asshole. <laughs> yes, it was. Go on, didn't you miss her? You missed my remark about Andrew Harris being his fourth cousin? Come on. <laughs> Andrew Harris is only half black, so it's possible. Or only half oh never mind. Did you say did you say that? Oh my lord. Which half? Well his mother's white. Uh-huh. Whatever. Edmonton. Edmonton linebacker Dan Kepley. I know I've heard of Dan. Okay. I agree with that one. Okay. It, it's actually really? kind of hard. It's kind of hard to argue that one. I, I think mm. Dan Kepley was the greatest linebacker in CFL history. So. Yeah, I, it, it's hard to argue that one. Okay, and I'm not gonna. Um, Saskatchewan Rough Riders running back George Reed. Not arguing. Hard to argue uh, you with this probably, one. You could probably pull Ron Lancaster in there too. That's the other one you could probably put there is Ron Lancaster. But he didn't play for just Saskatchewan, did he? Well, I don't can't remember. I think he played for Hamilton as well, I think, wasn't it? Or Edmonton. No, he coached. George Reed? No. We're talking he about Ron them. Lancaster. He, he oh, sorry, Ron Lancaster. He coached Saskatchewan. No, but Ron Lancaster played in Ottawa, though. That's who he played oh, for. He? he played for the yes. Hamilton Tiger Cats. And he, oh, no, 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 he coached there. Sorry. Yeah, he played in yes. Ottawa first. Correct. He played in Ottawa, then he played in Saskatchewan. So Ron Lancaster is eliminated from John Hodges' list because he doesn't like rule. Bobby Orr. Okay, so that's okay. Uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Milt Stiegel. Are you going to argue with this one, Mark? I'd rather see Walby in there. Uh, That's why I would Wall- say do it Wall- with Walby. Yeah, but Walby played for other teams. He played for he Montreal. Played. He yeah, was he in did. Montreal before he came to Winnipeg. Yeah. He, he so dressed, that's he why never he played. So if you take Walby out, then yeah, it's steel. I guess. Okay. Hamilton Tiger Cats, receiver, defensive back. Two-way player, Garney Henley. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wasn't he the leather helmet era? Well, he outstand most outstanding player in 1972. So, no. Oh, okay. No, he, he wore a real helmet. I was thinking Rocky DiPietro. Uh, without question. But did he play for 10 years? Rocky DiPietro? Uh, that's actually a good question. I'm not entirely sure. I thought, I think he did. I know he was a, one time the CFL leader in all-time catches. Pietro. Uh, 